What's up, everybody, and welcome in to the Backliners Podcast, Agro and Barracuda. As per usual, I can tell this is going to be a good yep. episode, chat. I can just tell. And let me tell you how I know. Mm-hmm. We're going over patch notes, and Barra two seconds ago tells me I have not looked at patch notes yet. So we know we're <laughs> going to get the full, transparent, unfiltered Look. view. I'm supposed to react to it. That's my job here. You're the host. Yep. I'm the reactor guy. You're, and you're going to react to it. I'm supposed to be like, wow, Hunter's got nerfed again. Oh, tanks are so big. Right. Exactly like that. Um, and then also, yeah. before we go live, I do a little countdown so he knows when his mic is going to be live. And uh, it starts from five, so it's not particularly long. That's five seconds. And... I didn't get to three before Barra goes, oh, I don't have water. Yeah, I forgot my water. Do you need to go Look. get, do you want me to fill for you while you go get some water? Uh, I mean, if you'd be so kind. Sure, Barra. Why don't I just tell the podcast, and he's gone. Why don't I just tell the podcast all about um, my uh, my break? I don't know. It hasn't really been, uh, we just had a weekend off broadcast. Um which is uh, which is a unique thing in uh, in the Smite Pro League world. So hope of, hopefully everyone had a good Thanksgiving. Um, I had a very good one. My my great friend uh, Pretty Hair, whose house we went to for Thanksgiving, he cooked the turkey in, in a sous vide. Um, sous vide. I don't know if I pronounced that uh, the exact way I'm supposed to, but those things are OP, man. Let me put it this way, okay? He's made us a lot of steaks with that. It's been banging. This turkey. May have been the best turkey I've ever had. Uh, hopefully my aunt and uncle aren't listening to this because they traditionally do the best turkey. But this one was really next level. Um, and the sous vide overperformed so much that it made it on the Christmas list right away. That's uh, I'm hoping that I get one for Christmas because otherwise uh, I'm going to be sad. Bear is back. Could, could you hear my uh, my rambling the whole time? Oh, yeah. I can hear everything. You ever have you ever used a sous vide or eaten anything with a sous vide made by a sous vide? No, but it looked really interesting, and I wanted to get into it. And then every time I almost got into it, I just wouldn't for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. It because okay. Everyone said it was like this is the best like X, Y, or Z I've ever had, and then I just feel like that's a great idea. Go on Amazon, look it up. And then close the tab. <laughs> I yep. don't know why. I did that for like three or four years. Apparently, and, you uh, can no make veg veggie stuff in it, Barry. Now I know that you're uh, you're on the, the vegetarian train, um, mm-hmm. but I think it's primarily for like meat. So I don't know if you're gonna get the most out of it these days. It cooks at like a really specific temperature in water over long periods, right? Yeah, it's long it? periods okay. in water, and it's the way it moves the water in a certain way as well. Um, is my understanding that it like it does different things that way. Barra has frozen and now I'm very scared that he's gone. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, is he back? Hello. Yeah, he's back. All right. Yes. My, my computer has uh, taken a break for a week, so it's <laughs> <laughs> it's getting back to work right now. It doesn't really know. It doesn't really understand what it's supposed to be doing. Neither do I actually. Right. Um, Wait, are you, uh, are you, you're telling me that you didn't turn your computer on for a whole week? Uh, no, I lied. Uh, I did play Halo. Okay. Um, Halo was, okay. Yeah, I, I was, I was going to ask you after the podcast, but I think this is fine podcast content. Everyone knows you're a big Halo guy. How are you feeling about it? Yeah, 
Okay, so the trailer came out, and I was like, that, this game looks dog water. It's not going to be good. Because it was like a big team battle trailer. Mm-hmm. And it was just like completely directed at noobs. Right. And it looked like a Battlefield-like spinoff, basically. Just like large fights, like vehicles everywhere. And then the game releases, and I start watching some streams. And mm-hmm. I'm like, this looks pretty good. It's kind of like scratching the itch, you know? Mm-hmm. And... Then the itch just kept growing and growing, and I was like, okay, now I have to play it. And then I play it, and it is like... Okay, I think it might be, like, one of the best Halo games. It's so good, right? And I've only played, like, six or seven hours of it. Yeah. And it's... I love it, dude. I actually love it, bro. It's so good. It is so good. I'm having so much fun with Infinite. Uh, If you haven't downloaded the multiplayer, you definitely should. After Mm -hmm. you play a bunch of Smite and buy gems. Buy gems, buy gems, and buy gems. Uh, But also, you should probably play Halo because it's free to play, and it's really good. Um, It is super fun. Are you using mouse and keyboard or controller? Mm -hmm. Currently, mouse and keyboard. I want to go back to controller and just experiment, but... Every time I've gone back to controller, it has not been pretty. I've yeah. lost like all muscle memory in controller. So like, <laughs> I went back like four or five years ago and I always played inverted growing up. I don't know why. I just oh. did. And <sighs> I know, I know, I know. There's people out there right now that hate inverted people are like, why would, I don't know why. I don't know why. I was no, like, Barrett, hey. don't say it that way. That, mean, that makes it sound like okay. that's not the common way to think, okay? The, you should say there are people out there who play inverted in shooters that that's the more that's oh, okay. the more rare species of people mm-hmm. and, and you're one of them apparently which disgusts me and also which should discuss like anyone above like noob level i used to play with vibration on oh yeah you can't be doing that buddy yeah no but i liked it i don't know why either but i liked Cannot. i liked my controller vibrating i I don't know why. Cannot be doing that. No, no. Right here, this uh, this smite scuff that I'm showing on stream right now. Mm-hmm. This is uh, this is the Halo tool, right here. This is the this is the good stuff. I got a scuff controller many years. I mean, when I was playing COD back in high school, mm-hmm. and I refused to use any controller otherwise for any for any like multiplayer game. Um, they're just the best. They just. It's kind of crazy. That scuff stood the uh, test of time as I well. Because they're, like, one of the first companies that came out and really started, like, sponsoring, like, everyone in the shooting communities. Yes. And then they just kept going and are still amazing. Like... They're just the best. I feel like more companies should take notes. More companies Blizzard. should take notes. That's a good... <laughs> yeah. Blizzard. You know who doesn't need to take notes, Barra? That's Manscaped. Because they are committed to being one of the best. There's no doubt about that. Listen up, okay? (laughs) Untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past. And it's possible you have Santa's beard in your pants. I didn't read that ahead of time. It's time to leave your significant other some cookies and milk at the bottom of your chimney? (laughs) (laughs) Huh? I'm talking about Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. They write this? They wrote all that. I didn't write any of that, okay? I didn't write any of it for for what it's worth. Barrett, here's a true story about me and Manscaped. Um, The other day, I was thinking, you know, I think it's time to fire up the old Lawnmower 4.0. 
And I'm not mm-hmm. talking about mowing my lawn in my house. Um, Santa's beard? Well, I'm trying to avoid Santa's beard, I suppose, in this <laughs> in this analogy. So, uh, so I go and I realize that it's not, I go to use it and it wasn't charged. It was dead. And then I went into an absolute panic thinking I'd thrown away the charger. Um, and I was very concerned about it, but I think that it really says how long the battery life has lasted that I have Mm -hmm. not charged it at all until this week. I didn't throw away the charger. I found it. it has a nice little charging stand, set that up, put it right next to the sink. It's looking nice right there. And now it's all charged. And then I could lose that charger for another couple months because uh, because the, the battery life is solid. This uh, this is kind of related to what you just said. Um, so back before we were sponsored by Manscaped, I had uh, like the first lawnmower, and I actually did lose my charger. Mm. And you know what they did? What they do? Sent it to me for free. No way. No questions asked. No no questions asked. And they just sent me a free charger. I'm like, wait, what? Like you don't want me to like pay shipping? Don't need to. And they're like, no, it's fine. You just, here's the charger. I'm like, wait, that's is just this the, for real? That's like, like a good man that the Manscaped is. That's uh, Before we were sponsored. This was like four years ago. Many like, years ago. And they've only gotten better since true. then, Barra. That's all. You have a flashlight all. now. Yeah, there you go. Uh, listen, everyone, all you need to do to get 20% off and free shipping is use code BACK at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code BACK. Clean up your nuts and make Santa proud this year. That's manscaped.com slash BACK. Barra, I don't think that the chat knew that they could be on the naughty list by not shaving their pubes. But now that they know, surely they're going to head over to manscaped.com and use code BACK for 20% off plus free shipping. Surely. Surely. No doubt about it. Surely. Um, all right, let's go over some uh, some some balance changes and some patch notes, shall we? Let's mm-hmm. start with the with the bonus balance. It's going live in two days. It's going live on Tuesday, and that's a separate link there, Barry. If you don't have it, and uh, if anyone wants to follow along, I guess I can put it um, in the chat. I'm really doing this for Barra because I can't DM it to him without uh, messing up how the stream looks. Oh, I already got it. I'm oh, he's I'm good on to top go. of it, baby. He's good to go. First and foremost, the anti-heal brawling buff, which is the global yep. debuff that happens. You get a buff that removes this whenever you're in combat. Uh, it's increased the healing reduction from 30% to 40%. Um, this it harms out-of-combat healers, nerfs them across the board by 10%. Um, also nerfs lifesteal and things along that line. Sadly. Uh, how impactful do you think this brawling change is going to be? Uh... I okay, so I did actually look over these patch notes because these are the ones I think we're playing on. So yes. I did look at these. Um, I think this combined with everything else is a really big, good change. Mm-hmm. But it's like each one of these is like a building block, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, finally, okay, so healing metas suck. <laughs> I don't think anyone enjoys healing metas, true, and having to scram in a healing meta. For that long, is it's just not enjoyable. No one has fun. And I think Hyra's did a good job responding to it this quickly. So yeah, you can continue. Another part of it, Lotus Crown nerf decreased the passive physical and magical protections provided to allies from 20 to 15. So you lose five to each 
But, you know, for a character like Sylvanas, I feel like that that's a pretty big nerf to him mm -hmm. to lose 10 prots across uh, across the board there. And then Divine Ruin buff, increased magical power from 90 to 110. Bro, catch me building Divine Ruin every game. I'm pumped. Yeah, that seems like a big buff. I'm not a mage player, but that seems like a lot of free power, I guess. I guess mage players really did not want to build that item. No, well, I it guess felt you horrible every on time. That. Okay. I hated and it. It's, I think it was just awkward to fit in the current build path. Yep. Whereas before, I think it was like the double flat pin meta. You could yep. slam super easily, but now it's just felt weird. So I think the buff will allow mage players to fit in their build a little easier. Or it won't feel like as like devastating, I right. think. Yeah, I think that we won't be feeling quite as bad with it at 110 for sure. Uh, Warrior's Axe nerf decreased the passive HP steal from 35 to 25, but increased the HP, st HP steal per level from 1 per level to 1.5 per level, so it scales up a little bit better. And then Sundering Axe nerf increased cooldown on the passive proc from 7 seconds to 8 seconds and decreased it from 3% plus 2% per protections to 2% plus 2% per protection. So a little bit of, uh, of an Axe nerf both on the base form mm -hmm. and on the upgrade. I am all for that. That item is so annoying to play against. And then, dude, late game, you literally just get whipped by a Nike, and she doesn't even care about the second and third hit. She'll just do the first one, then walk away. Yep, like, just insta-cancel it, turn around, <laughs> yeah. and, you're, and you're standing there like, uh, okay. <laughs> Thwopped in the head for like 400, then they walk away, and you're like, sorry, sir. <laughs> My apologies. Sorry. <laughs> um, Wind Demon decrease attack speed from 20% to 15% and the passive bonus attack speed from 15% to 10%. So it loses 10% basically across the board. Windy Boon was kind of seeing play even in non-crit mm -hmm. builds. You were kind of seeing this as a, as a standalone item. Do you think these changes remove Wind Demon from non-crit builds? Uh, most likely. I think that nerf does a lot to Destal builds, but to Cal builds, I don't think it does much. Mm, interesting. Um... Bastet receives a nerf on her new passive, so decrease some lifesteal and ability lifesteal. Uh, and then on the ultimate, increase the cooldown from 80 seconds to 90 and decreased uh, the scaling from 100% to 90%. You you have not played against a whole lot of Bastet, no. I'm guessing, right? <laughs> I was about to say, I haven't seen, I haven't played a casual, so I haven't seen her yet. Fair uh, enough. But I, I also assume I assume based off of the nerf that she was doing pretty good. This tells so, me that uh, her numbers were good yes that would be my guess uh clean to nerf uh decreased the scaling on the opening hit of the ultimate from 80 percent to 70 percent i feel like this god is still pretty crazy um mm -hmm. i don't know how you feel about her uh well i haven't played any ranked so i haven't seen her ah fair um, enough have fun yeah, so I, I had a migraine for like two weeks, and I was not playing ranked in that time. That's in the same. A call. Yeah, and I've heard that she is very strong, so I assume that only losing ten percent on a an ability that has two charges probably isn't that bad. Yeah, but I guess it is more impactful to lose ten percent on an ability with two charges than an ability with one charge, right? So well. What I was hearing was it shouldn't even have two charges to begin with. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it does a lot of damage. Uh, That's uh, that yeah. is for sure. You you will feel it even at seventy percent. I don't think uh, I don't think that that's mm -hmm. gonna change. Um, speaking of gods that hurt you a lot, Kamazots uh, decreased the scaling on the initial hit of his two. It was one hundred percent as soon as you got hit by it. Now it's mm -hmm. eighty percent. So a pretty big nerf there. 
And then Bat Out of Hell, the ultimate, decreases scaling per hit from 40% to 35% because there's three swoops. That means the total scaling, if you hit all of them, was 120%, now 105%, so a 15% nerf there. Camelots also did not do very well at um, at playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think that these take him, along with his recent subpar performances, do you think that those changes take him out of the, the top of the jungle? Yeah, I'm not... I would assume it takes him out of the top of the jungle because I feel like those are some pretty big hits to him. Um, and if a character with all damage abilities, his damage gets hurt hurt pretty hard, then I feel like it, the nerf's going to feel pretty bad. Sure. Um, but I think, as you said, he wasn't doing too great in actual comp settings anyways, so I think after that, he's going to fall off anyways. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I agree with you on both points. <clears throat> um, Erlong Shen, another jungler who did, this one did pretty well at playoffs. Uh, 72 transformations, decreased the turtle damage. Looks like it's 10 base damage across the board. And increase the cooldown, it was 18 to 14, now 18 scaling down to 16. So less 72 transformations you have to deal with. Erlong's just one of those characters, man. feel like this character has gotten nothing but nerfs for a long time. And yeah. he gets nerfed, and then he stops seeing play. And then he starts seeing play back. again, and then he has to get nerfed again. And then he yeah. starts to see play again, and then he gets nerfed again. Like, I think just having three CCs mm-hmm. that don't DR one another, as long as you lead with the taunt, none of your CC gets DR'd at all. Uh, that seems good to me. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of weird how that works like unequivocally especially, good especially when you can get in like what like 1k damage in your combo late game maybe more yeah it's pretty good remember and... when this character was released and he had a cripple on his pin and people thought he was bad uh-huh the same with arthur right like people thought yeah. arthur was bad people thought arthur and... was bad I think he got, like, the Erlong treatment, or, like, the Kepri treatment, where he just kept getting nerfs and nerfs and nerfs, and... People had to be the most wrong about Erlong, though. Like, I feel like Arthur was really crazy, but it was really him and Gladshield. Mm -hmm. Like, Erlong's kit, inherently, as we've just talked about, I think is inherently busted. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Arthur's kit isn't inherently busted, and it was, you know, numbers that kind of... You know, item interactions, that kind of stuff. How did pro players think this god was bad? I don't remember if I thought he was bad or not. That was yeah, kind of the beginning of my casting career. It was season three. Uh, all so I, I remember too is scared us, to have an opinion. Us dying in mid to the Erlong Raw combo. Yeah. And I think we were playing like Agni at the time or something, and we would just die and be like, we can't play around this. That's all I remember from that era. Yep. Uh, Jetski January in chat says Erlang is one of the top five most busted God releases. Big disagree. I think this God was absolutely crazy on release, but there have been so many absolutely insane God releases that I don't think Mm -hmm. Erlang is top five. He might not be top 10. Honestly. Yeah. I'll be honest. I don't remember most of the God releases except for like Guan. I just remember Guan being a meme. Yeah. Guan, obviously, I mean, I don't, I don't like the going into this. Like, I think it would be kind of fun to go over God releases for a show and just like talk about all of them and how crazy some of them were. But I also, you know, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to put the, the design team in a bad light because even though a lot of them weren't designing back then, especially, you know, season yeah. two, I've been pretty vocal on season two. I think had the craziest God releases of any season by a lot, but 
and I, I don't know that there were a whole lot of there's a whole lot of carryover at all from season two God designed the now, but you know, those mm-hmm. are still people who were doing their best and that kind of stuff, and so I don't like to to put them in a bad light. Um, I mean, still Smile was still a relatively new game. People did not know how to abuse Smile like they do now. So. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was pretty crazy, man. I mean, Erlong was really good, but like I'm thinking mm-hmm. season two alone. I'm thinking Kepri was better. What? Like Bologna was Whoa. probably better. Shing Chen was Whoa. probably better. Soul was probably better. Medusa might have been better. Chiron might have been better. Those were all season two only, by the way. Okay, I think for uh, to do a different spin on that, I think it'd be fun to look at a god's numbers on release and then look at them now mm. and just like go off purely off the numbers. And because I think Fenris three could like do on or yeah, item, yeah, 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 it did item procs. Yeah, that <laughs> was that good. <laughs> by the way. Was that good that when Fenrir 3 could crit? We just put that back. It couldn't have lasted long, right? No, no. I think okay. that was literally like one patch. I think that they okay. removed that instantly. Um, yeah, I think they removed that one instantly. Um, okay, going back to the patch notes. Nike nerf uh, decreased the duration on barrier formation. That's her two from six seconds to four seconds and decreased the slow on her ultimate. <laughs> it was four scaling up to six. Now it is four seconds at all ranks. So a, a pretty substantial nerf to Nike. Um, are you excited about this one, Barra? That now she you only can't auto attack her for four seconds. Yeah, it's kind of just funny that they were both six seconds. That's a long time. <laughs> That's a long That's time a long in a time. team fight, my guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty excited. We'll see if the if the rest of the nerfs affect her, or like the Sundering Axe nerf affects her. Um but, you know, a guy that can shut down ADC is probably still going to be a little good. Um, so, we'll see. But I think people were responding with Sunder a little quicker now. Because mm. um, Sunder was seen as, like, a dead relic before, but now it's seeing play into Nikes. So, maybe it falls off. Maybe, like, the full survivability team comps from playoffs are falling off now. We'll see. Yeah. Um, speaking of gods that can shut down ADCs, RDO... Gets a nerf, increase the cooldown on her two in both uh, stances from 14 seconds to 15 seconds, and decrease the druid power debuff on the two, which is entangling vines. It was five scaling up to 25% power reduction. (laughs) Now it only goes to 15%, which is still a lot, but less. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. I think I have to play against it to feel it, um, but obviously on paper it looks pretty good. Looks like she won't be as scary, but yeah, I think I have to play against it. Morgan, the final nerf, uh, decreased stealth duration. It was four to six seconds on the stealth, now three to five. Uh, as someone who has played a good amount of Morgan, I feel like this is a huge deal. Um, mm-hmm. Losing one second, especially early because you can't rank this early ever. Um, you kind of need to rank it. There's some discussion whether or not you could rank this before your ultimate. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, best case scenario, you're still not putting points in it until the mid game. So losing a second on your stealth all throughout the early game matters matters a lot. That's what I was going to say. I feel like the 4-3 feels bigger than the 6-5. to five. I mean, maybe there's those situations late game where you're really, like, needing that extra second. Yeah. I feel like um, you do I feel like, a lot of the time. Yeah. Well, actually, that probably changes up a lot of timings now of, yeah. like, when you can go in stealth and how, like, where how you soon can you can get to their to back line. Yeah. And that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think it's going to, I think it's going to require a lot of adjustment from Morgan abusers in the SP. Yeah, that character is okay. That character is not fun to play against. That character is really fun to play though. Have you ever thought mm-hmm. about that? Yeah, I have actually. Okay, great. And I uh, I missed when I got to play her. She was a lot of fun actually. How much Morgan did you play with back when that was a thing? Morgan ADC. I feel uh, like I don't remember you playing a lot, at least in SPL. I played her a lot in scrims and I played her a fair bit in SPL. I had like a few like really good plays in SPL. On Mori, because nice. Ooh. I just remember like, I think it was against Dig where I had like a really sick play where I like stunned two people. Anyways, it was sick. Fair yeah, enough. I don't want to go into. Alrighty, uh, all right. Let's go to the main patch. We'll go over items and god changes first, and then we'll get into our thoughts on Atlas, uh, Enchanted Spear. That's the flat pen tree for mages. Uh, the tier two goes up from forty to sixty power. Uh, I'm just gonna do all these at the same time, I guess, because they're all kind of mm-hmm. related. Spear of Desolation goes from 110 to 120 for magical power. Spell Focus, tier 2 of Obsidian Shard, goes from 45 to 55. And Obsidian Shard goes from 80 power to 90 power. Um, As a mid laner, I think all of these feel pretty good. I think that all four of these, well, I guess two of them are completed items, um, Mm -hmm. felt pretty underwhelming most of the time. Um... And I think that combined with the the Divine Ruin change, I think I might be more willing to hop on to that flat pen build early again. Um, I've been pretty outspoken on my thoughts on current mage builds in the SPL, and I think that they've really missed the mark for me. And I think 
but it's it's the way it's the it's the lens through which I view the game at a high level. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, the best way to play Smite is to kill who's in front of you, especially early. And it is and, and the current builds did not do a good job of putting pressure on tanks. And I personally view that as a core mechanic of how I think the game should be played is that you should be able to kill the tanks that you're going to see. Um, and so, you know, that, and that is not the view that many SPL mid laners held. They held that they needed to survive junglers. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe, you know, buffing flat pen and that kind of stuff and divine ruin and spear of desolation, maybe mid laners will feel like they can DPS race the junglers and kill the front line a little bit better these days. Um, but that's kind of my, you know, maybe they'll get back to the, to the brand of smite that I personally believe is the best, but maybe it'll continue to be the meta that, that we've seen over these last few weeks. Yeah, I think I'll just say a shorter thing. I feel like it's just basically if you can kill the jungler that's going on you at the current time, if you can't do that with the flat pin build, then people aren't going to build it. Right. Um, and I don't know if the flat pin build can really kill tanks currently, or at least the guardians that are being played. Yep. Because they're not really like in your face. They're more like ranging away from you. Yep. So you have to have like a long CC chain to kill the current guardians, in my opinion. Um, which might be why Erlong was so good at uh at playoffs. Yeah. Um Yeah, it was funny to me that Obsidian was being built like after the starter in like the literal last item slot. Six <laughs> so, item. Yep. Yeah, I feel like Mage builds have or mage items just have to feel like absolute dog water if you're not building percent pin till literally your very last item. Yeah, that's part of the reason why I think the Book of the Dead build felt really good is that mm-hmm. I think that it made me feel better on my three item power spike and my four item power spike. Um, but you know, Paul wasn't building it at all. They won playoffs. Shinto wasn't building it. You know, these guys weren't really building that build a whole mm-hmm. lot. So, you know, maybe I'm off the mark there, but. Um, I'm just a massive. I'm a massive hater on Chronos Pendant Soul Gem first two items. I hate that. I can't. I, I want to like spend thirty minutes talking about how much I hate those first two items. Those items individually good. Those items back to back as your first two items, I believe, really bad. But every SPL mid seems to feel otherwise. So you know, at some point. Um, I've got to, I've got to readjust my focus, but mm. I just keep watching them hit the tank for like 150 and I keep thinking, damn, I wish I had a spear of the Magus <laughs> here or something like that. You know, like that, that's the way yeah. I feel personally. I, I don't understand that build out. <laughs> be completely honest with you. I'm talking to like every mid about it, every single one. And they've all defended it in slightly different, but similar ways. Mm-hmm. And I still don't buy it, man. I just don't. I just don't buy be, it. Maybe it's like one of those feeling builds where it just like feels the best because your cooldowns are basically always up yeah. and you get more Chronos soul gem procs. Feels really good, but okay. I, I I get on my soapbox about this. Oh, all sorry, the time. sorry, sorry, I get sorry. So sorry. riled up about it. I'm sorry. I just think cooldown <laughs> is such a bait, and I can. It must feel really good to hit the <laughs> same to hit the, the frontliner in front of you twice in the same team fight. With a spell that does 46 damage. Like, that must feel really good to hit him. But I hit him twice. You know, like... I'm so sorry. <laughs> do I, know. Uh, I don't know. I lose it. I lose it every time. I can't do it. 
Book of the Dead. Decrease the shield health on the passive from 30% to 25% of your max mana. Even though the mm -hmm. top mids weren't building it, I think Community definitely had a lot of uh, changing feelings about Book of the Dead. Um, and so getting a 5% max mana nerf on that probably feels good. Yep, agreed. Eye of the Jungle. Uh, increased HP 5 in the jungle from 15 to 20, and MP 5 from 10 to 15, and Protector of the Jungle. Increased attack speed from 25% to 35%. So a pretty big buff there for auto-attack junglers um, who want to go Protector at the very mm -hmm. least. Do you think this opens up? I because it has been pretty Bumba's mannequins heavy recently. I don't know the last time we saw an eye. Yeah, I'm not sure. I never really understood when people bought eye to begin with over the others. Um, I think it was like a small meta earlier where people really liked eye for like the early jungle clear. I think, mm -hmm. um, and then they kept. I think they buffed the HP five and MP five like twice now. Yep. Um, so I think for brawling junglers, it's got to feel good. Or maybe, I don't know if there's junglers where like you need extra sustain in the jungle right now. Um, yeah, I'm also not sure about Protector. I feel like I've barely seen Protector uh, in the last like three yeah. or four months. Yeah, I feel like Protector, you know, if I'm playing like, I feel like Baka should be pretty, feeling pretty good about Eye of the Jungle. You know, I think we've, if he's not going mannequins, and, and I think the screen build was for Bumba's. Mm -hmm. Then I feel like you'd swap out I there, you know maybe Kali as well. Going getting an extra ten percent attack speed. I mean having your starter upgrade into thirty five percent attack speed is like a lot. That that's a lot of attack speed. That's gonna be good for jungler builds. I guess I view it from like an ADC perspective where attack speed hasn't really been an issue in my builds this year. Yeah. Or like I feel like I always have enough, so I see the attack speed. I'm like, eh, doesn't really matter. But maybe I guess for. Like you said, the auto attack junglers where you're not hitting the attack speed cap, it probably feels really good. Yeah. Yeah, I think that definitely could be the case. Um, all right, on to gods. Terra now can only refire yes. or shatter her two, not both at the same time. This god uh, got comp banned because it was the term yep. that this was too good. I don't know how much I want to get into that discussion, but, I've, but my brief thought is I was probably correct that that mechanic was too strong. Um, never on gods. No, you know, I think it's pretty disingenuous to think that it was happening frequently on gods, but it was certainly happening frequently and helping your ADC clear the wave. Uh, mm -hmm. and so that basically guaranteed your lane pressure and a character that is really designed to team fight you. Um, so this should, should open her back up to competitive play. And, uh, and the question is how good will she be without this mechanic? Still good. I think. She saw play before this oh, mechanic yeah. was introduced, so I expect to see the same. Yeah, I think her numbers are just too good for this to really hit her. I do think it felt very good, like you said, to clear in lane and just clear buffs and clear whatever you're clearing at the time. Mm -hmm. Like, that damage burst was actually insane. It was nuts. Um, but yeah, we won't get into the SPL side of it. Um, and yeah, that's... I, yeah, I almost said at the end of it, after I said I wouldn't. Okay, well, we'll, we'll move on. We'll move on. Moving on, but also re regressing here a minute because Sam for Soccer in the chat says, I is maybe even with Bumba's as a starter, but upgrades are way worse. So junglers who are listening, mm. Sam for Soccer does not seem like he's going to be going for Eye of the Jungle. It's certainly worth noting. Um, all right, Bologna. Increased damage on Scourge from 80 to 220 to 90 to 250. So 30 base damage late game. Not bad on an ability that's going to be poking you a lot. And you get Sundering Axe proc with this ability. So you're going to be feeling pretty good about that. 
Um, is Bologna a scary warrior for you to see as an ADC? Uh, sometimes. I think the only time she was like really scary was in when there was like a full attack speed build going around, and she would literally just chase you down and beat you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think she might be getting played now. I I just I just think her kit's just bad. I mean, sure. her one, two, three. I feel like those are just like bad abilities. I think her ult's pretty sick, but I think her abilities just feel outdated. I guess mm. I don't Interesting. know. Interesting. Yeah, Bologna has been met at a long time, so you know maybe there's something to that. I don't know. Um, Ganesh now knockback immune while channeling his two. Whoa. In ohm. I feel like that's actually a big deal. Yeah, that's interesting but kind of funny <laughs> Ganesh just bust go- dude Jeff Hinlow's gonna come back and absolutely tear up the SPL now that Ganesh is like top pick yeah that's just a funny thing to put on that ability I feel sure that's yeah it's funny Vamana uh, a new component to the passive 10% of his physical protection what is now converted to attack speed he what? already gets power from his physical protection that's his current passive now he will get power and attack speed as part of building uh, protections. Probably still one of the worst gods in Smite, but it's a fun change. Fun change. Sleeping Giant is the right passive name for Vimana because he makes me fall asleep. Ratatosker. <laughs> <laughs> Increased power on basically all of his acorns by 10. Uh, also, he gets a buff to the crit acorn. He only got five power on Thistlethorn, which is the one everyone buys, the the burst damage one on the three. Mm-hmm. But also increase the buff Ratatosker gains from hitting a god with dart from 10% physical life steal and 10% basic attack damage to 15 Ooh. for each. Crit Rat coming to a game near you. I bet you crit I bet you in casuals, Crit Rat is by far the most popular. Like by yeah, far. hundred percent Um and it's get- it's by far his worst acorn. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's still by far after the buff, or yeah, yeah, okay, (laughs) yeah, because having to use your dash to deal damage feels really bad. Mm -hmm. I think it's like Medusa syndrome, right? Medusa syndrome. Though we're gonna be talking about her in a minute here, Barry. You might if you hear that. You you heard about it? I was gonna say I I was excited to see your reaction if uh, if you hadn't read the patch notes at all. I think Destiny actually told me. I think she was watching the patch notes or something. Come on, Destiny, ruining the podcast content. Boiled it. Mercury can now fire Major Look through walls. Okay, yeah, that felt so bad to not be able to cast that over walls. Yep. It felt so bad. Yep. That was a very good quality of life change. Um, Neath broken. Whoa! Increase the weave duration from one minute to two minutes. The things that sit on the ground and increase the damage on Unravel. It was 7 to 190. Now it's 7 to 230. So 40 base damage in the late game. You get an extra 10 per rank each rank on Unravel. Barry's pogging off right now. Do you actually think it matters for her or what? Okay, I'm a big Neath fan. Every time I play her in rank, she's so fun. And uh, now I can convince my team to let me play her in scrims. Nice. All right, Barry, this one's for you. Jingwei is next. Increased the damage per shot of her two. You get an extra 10% on those. What? So it was 100% of your power. Just did the same amount of power. Now your two will actually hit harder. Um, And Persistent Gust, little mana cost decrease, 70 to 90, now 60 to 80. Mm -hmm. And same on her ultimate, 100 to 140 to 80 to 120. I've actually been playing Jingwei a little bit recently. I don't know why. Oh, it's a Tesla Transformer skin. Um, 
And I feel like I did actually have some mana problems on this character. There were yeah. times that I wanted to alt and I didn't have the mana for it. So yep. maybe with these changes, uh, that should that should alleviate it. Are you going to be Jingwei abusing soon here, Barry? Uh, hopefully. Uh, I think she might. Like, I feel like she was right under the cusp of like being viable or being good enough. Mm-hmm. And I think that might like push her over. Um, I just think she's kind of bad with the builds right now or like... The Crusher build doesn't feel good. <laughs> like, Crusher Ting Wei, I don't know. Um, but maybe I can do some testing, and uh, maybe she'll feel good. I do agree that the 140 on the ult felt really awkward. Yes, like, it was a lot. It, it felt so expensive. And she awkwardly is kind of a mana-hungry god sometimes. Yep. Um, especially, like, if you're flying out of base... And you proc your two like a little too late, and then you one three to catch your creeps. That's like half your mana gone by yep. the time you get to the wave. Yep. Um. So yeah, she's awkwardly mana intensive. Well, hopefully these will uh, change it. Also, I think just as a flavor thing, making your explosive bolts deal more damage than your regular autos feels right. Like that feels yeah, like uh, that feels right. Sorry, I just cheated on the test and read the next thing. Come on, man, Medusa. Acid spray now Whoa. applies healing reduction. 50% for four seconds. Anyone who's hit by acid spray. Lacerate, that's her three, now no longer applies that healing reduction. And now damages minions as Medusa travels through them. So you can clear the wave by dashing through it, and you're much more consistent on your anti-heal, potentially even spreading it throughout the team fight. Bera, I know you're a Medusa lover, that you yeah. love this god. How big how big is this for, for Medusa? Uh, really good, really big. Um, this helps her boxing in lane immensely. <laughs> like, yeah, it's actually crazy for her to anti-heal you with her poke ability slash clear ability yep. in, like, half your lifesteal for four seconds. Yep. That's, this like, makes actually her, huge. If a Medusa player isn't clearing the wave, this makes her so much scarier. Because if she hits you off the archers... Like, you're you just, just not going to win that boxing fight. Yeah, yeah you can't like, Well, I guess it doesn't matter if it's, like, not a lifesteal meta. Like, if it's, like, that Echoval meta that was earlier in the year. Yeah. And right now, you don't build, you know, lifesteal until second most of the time with Aussie. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter, like, until you have Aussie. But once you do have Aussie, if you both have the same build. Plus, like, yep. if Crusher is the meta first item for Hunters right now, like, Crusher Medusa slams. It yeah, slams. I think she, I think she'll be really good. I think the healing reduction does impact death toll a little bit. I think it will feel bad, sure. especially on a god like Charybdis, where if you're boxing into Medusa, I think that won't feel great. Um, also, her two, unless you're going a power build, it wouldn't really clear the creeps. But now this gives you the ability to two the wave and dash through the wave to clear the wave, mm-hmm. and kind of like the like the certain combo, right? Um, where you just like instantly engage i feel like this makes your instant engage a lot scarier which might bait you into a lot of bad situations now that you can clear the wave and fight in the wave but uh yeah i I think this is a very good uh quality of life and big buff for medusa yeah i kind of feel like as i'm thinking about what hunters are building right now like i think all of it is good on medusa i think she might Mm -hmm. be really good um the more i think about it the more excited i get for medusa for sure um 
I mean, that ult, if you're not used to playing against that ult, it's kind of like Athena Taunt, where it'll just catch you off guard, and you're like, wait, what? That hit for, like, 700? Dude, it is so crazy how hard that ult hits, and you just gotta, like... Is there... A, there might not be a more satisfying ult to, like, catch someone off guard with as they're, like, walking back oh. to lane, and you, like, shoulder peek it, and you... And you yep. start taking off the mask, and then you just peek out, and you stun them. Like, that feels so good to do to people. Yep, that gives you the green light to just <laughs> blow your whole combo and hope they die. And hope they die. <laughs> yeah, if you, look, if they got stunned by the ultimate, it's fair game, bro. If, yep, 100%. If they, if they beads Aegis on your dash, too, and you die for it, whatever, man. They were stunned <laughs> by the ultimate. Nothing you could do. Barrett, this might be a good time for me to sell you on Hydra's Medusa. Oh... Didn't know where that was going. It's gotta be good, okay? Uh, uh, it's gotta be. Where are you gonna build it? Uh, probably like second. You're gonna go Death Toll Hydras? No, 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 no. Like, oh, sorry, crusher, sorry, I was Crusher. Crusher yeah, Hydras. Okay. Or yeah, Aussie feels so good. Yeah, but you don't need a lifesteal if they're just dead, you know? I mean, maybe you can go at third after Aussie and just replace Windyman? Maybe. But all of your abilities auto-cancel so easily. Mm -hmm. So easily. They do. Like, they do. dash, auto, one, auto, two, auto. They're dead. They're just dead. Yep. Hydra's Medusa, Especially, man. It's OP. Maybe you go, like, Crusher, Aussie, Hydra's. You gotta be going Exy now. I think Exy feels pretty good. Yep. Um, and then you just slow slam a Deathbringer in there, maybe? So oh. Some big Hydra's crits? Oh, okay. That would be big time. We would absolutely love that. Um, you know you know what else I gotta sell you on, Barra? It's Mint Mobile. This holiday season, the best deal in wireless can only be found at Mint Mobile. Right now, when you switch to Mint Mobile and buy any three-month plan, you'll get another three months for free. As the first company to sell premium wireless, wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save a ton with phone plans starting at just $15 a month. Bear has been using Mint Mobile long before this holiday mm -hmm. deal. And, uh, and I think I speak for him when I say it's the perfect time to switch. And Bear, I will say it's very, it's very easy to just get someone a Mint Mobile card as True, a holiday actually. gift, right? A great stocking stuffer for them to save a lot of money on their on their wireless deal, right? Yeah, maybe I actually just buy my parents one. There you go. That's wait, that's not a bad idea, Agro. Also, okay, if you haven't signed up by now, just sign up. It's so easy. <laughs> it's so cheap, chat. Oh, look, it's just do it. It's so easy, please. It's so easy, chat. You know I'm what's really funny? Slight. I'm so I'm throwing you under the bus here, Barry. That's fine. I, you know, we talked a couple weeks ago. But I was like, Barry, you guys use Mint Mobile. You should, like, I'm just going to start asking you to say things during the Mint Mobile ad about how good it has been for you. And it has been, like, not trolling. It has been very good for him. Mm -hmm. um, and after, like, three weeks, he's sick of telling you guys how good it is for him. And he goes, if you guys haven't signed up fine now, you just have to sign up. He's Look, just, he's out of ideas. You guys are listening to the ad. Akron does a great job every time. Thank Dude, you. just... Just do it. It's it's so easy. It's so cheap. Please, as someone who loves saving money, just just do it. You you'll thank me later. For a limited time, buy any three month Mint Mobile plan and get three more months free by going to mintmobile.com/backliners. That's mintmobile.com/backliners. Cut your wireless bill to fifteen bucks a month. 
at mintmobile.com slash backliners. You know, we kind of are, surely there are a lot of Smite fans listening to the stream, listening to the podcast, and thinking, man, I haven't done any holiday gift, like, gift shopping at all. Mm-hmm. Manscaped.com slash back and mintmobile.com slash backliners. These are great gifts to give to people mm-hmm. in your life that you should, that they'll appreciate, we'll appreciate, mm-hmm. and you'll appreciate us for. It's a There's big appreciation others will appreciate. Yep. Santa will appreciate because he gets his beard back. Yep, he gets his beard back. It's off my balls. You have so much more money in your bank account that you appreciate, and that you appreciate, and it makes everyone happier. So uh, there you go. Yeah, just, just, just do it, and then buy a sous vide, and then brag to Agro that your turkey was better than his. No Sorry. way, no way. That thing was that thing was goaded. That's all I'm saying. No, it was turkey. I don't know. I just feel like it was wrong to say an animal. Um, what in place of it? Like if I say my turkey was goaded. You would think oh, that, like, it was goat. Yeah, yeah. I've never eaten uh-huh. goat. To, like, goat milk is a thing, and goat cheese. But no one, like, eats the meat of goat. Right? I feel like people probably do. It's just not... Like, you could probably go... Well, like, I've never had it, is what I'm saying, I guess. Yeah, you could probably... Do they have, like, goat jerky? Because I remember going in, like, jerky places, and they have, like, all these crazy meats or, like, jerky choices. And I was like, people eat that? When I Google goat jerky, the first result is shop exotic meat jerky. And I don't think I want to yeah. click on that. That scares oh. me. I'll type it in. I'll yeah. look it up. Oh, that's a lot of jerky. The ultimate everything exotic jerky stocking stuffer gift. Bear, we're not sponsored by these people. We got we can't be giving people. They're going to Manscaped. <laughs> they're going to Mid-Mobile. You know, like, that's, man, a, that's what you got to do. Plenty of money to splurge around with. <laughs> You're just, they got plenty of money, he says about you, Chad. That's unbelievable. All right, let's talk Atlas real quick because we're already near. Uh, we're already oh, yeah, I forgot. Near uh, near our time here. Um, have you uh, have you seen any Atlas at all? Nope. Okay. I have not seen anything or heard anything. This is all brand new. All right, great. This is going to be, it's it's much easier to understand what he's doing visually, but this is good podcast content. Oh. We're just going to, we're just going to let it, let her rip here. Okay. His passive. Mm-hmm is that as he deals or takes god damage, he accumulates energy. He's carrying a big astrolabe, okay? And um, after he has a certain amount of energy, it will, he'll do this, his next auto attack will be this little circle AoE in front of him, and it'll tremble gods for two seconds and stun minions. But he can only, it costs 20 energy, and he can only store up to 30. So it's not going to happen back to back on autos, really. But you can is definitely he a solo use solo laner. I don't think so. You're going to think okay. he is when I tell you what his kit is. But I really <laughs> don't think he is. Support. Yes, support. Okay. Okay. Um. Okay. The one. He throws his astrolabe into an AOE, and it damages mm-hmm. and slows where it lands. And then you can leave it there. It can just be hanging out. And whenever you basic attack, while it's out there hanging out, it will pulse on the astrolabe. Like, your astrolabe will, like, pulse, and it'll deal a little bit of damage. It won't slow, anything like that, but it'll deal a little bit of damage. This will also, his abilities, other ability changes, but depending on whether or not he's holding his astrolabe. So, it's important there. Okay. The thing with, 
you can th- just throw this. It's big AOE. It's like Cthulhu two size AOE. If you must be thinking he's going to throw it on the wave and he's just going to auto attack down my wave. Mm-hmm. It only does, it doesn't deal, it doesn't proc any item effects. It doesn't inherit his power at all. It's only, it's a flat amount and then per level scaling. But even then, it's like 23 damage plus 6 per level. So it is low. And I will tell you in my experience, in my experience, he does help you get lane pressure. It's really annoying if you're if you're an ADC that needs to be in the wave to clear it because this will hit you. But it will not auto win you lane pressure like having an Izanami will. Mm-hmm. I would say in my limited experience, it felt like having Sylvanas. Like, you know with Sylvanas, your Guardian's going to mm, help you clear more okay. than other Guardians. But it doesn't insta-win you the lane? Well, some... I would say 70% of the time it does. Okay. Then maybe that's the case for Atlas. But I'm not a okay. dual lane expert. So, um, you know, take that as you will. But it does hurt the entire minion wave. I think it's most impactful for ADCs and supports who want to be in the wave to clear it. Because this always threatens them. Um, okay. The two... Gravity pull. So if you're not, if you're holding your astrolabe, if you haven't deployed your one, you're gonna like kind of Susano two people in towards you. It's kind of like wind siphon a little bit. Um, if you're close enough to him, it's kind of like got two areas. If you're close enough to him, whenever he activates the two, he will pick you up and hold you over his head, and then he'll after a set time, he can't cancel it early or anything like that. He throws you where he's looking. So you can just pick someone up and yeet him towards your team. He's a big, <laughs> big boy. If you don't <laughs> like, he a big boy, like not quite Cthulhu sized, but like close. Mm-hmm. He real big. Okay. That's if you're two, if your one is not deployed, if your okay. one is deployed, it will pull in enemies in the area. Mm-hmm. And if they're close enough to the astrolabe, it will pull you into the astrolabe and hold you there for a second and then spit you out towards Atlas, wherever Atlas is. So these oh. share a cooldown. It's the it's all the same ability. It's just a dependent it's just dependent on if your astrolabe is deployed mm-hmm. or not. Yep. Um the three is a charge. It feels kind of like Ardeo Dash in bear form. Um, you hit, if you hit any, oh. or no, you have a little area around you. Any allies near you have their burdens removed and you cleanse them of slows and increase their movement speed. It's 25 to 35% based on level. Whenever he hits an enemy God, it stops on first enemy God hit. You will slow them for all of the slows that you cleansed from your team. Up to a maximum Whoa. of 75%. So, it feels, it'll feel really good, I think, up against AoE slows. That's what I'm going to say, like, against Nike, that, yeah. it's got a slam. Just cleanses all the slows instantly. It's not a huge AoE around him, but you can mm-hmm. just run past your teammates. You can, like, just kind of ping pong between them and, and cleanse all their slows, which I think is going to be really cool. Um... And then his ultimate is really sick. Okay. 
really big AOE again, uh, kind of Cthulhu oh. two size AOE. It reminds me of like you know the Hoi tier five ultimate where it's just like this big monster that comes out and like right right there on your on your spot. That. Yeah, I hate that skin. Yeah, this thing, it, so it right on top of that area, just kind of like that. It's gamma ray burst, um, okay. and. For, it, it'll give you a stack of something called radiation, which will lower your prots and your power for enemies, of course. And it stacks. So you can get up to five, six, or seven stacks, depending on the rank. Um, so it stands there for a little bit and does like tick damage. And then either after five seconds or when you refire it, it'll zoom across basically the entire map. It's not quite global, but it's close on the refire. Wait, so, so you can aim the refire? It it only it goes in the direction that he's facing. Like a Susano? Yes, it's Susano. Okay. Think of Susano alt. Okay, comes down, instantly mm-hmm. lowers your power and prots. Then five seconds later, or on refire, it zooms like it is fast. It's kind of like Susano Alt travel speed, but imagine if Susano Alt went from like Phoenix to their tier two. Wow. Really fast. And it feels really fun to use. You does kid. It does more damage on refire. But it, it's so fast that it won't, like, stack on you very much. His kit doesn't seem like a smite character. What do you mean? Uh, I don't know. I just feel like I'm getting, like, League vibes from this for some reason. Hmm. Or just, like, that design style or, like, that ability design style. It doesn't seem like... It's not, it's not a bad thing at all, Yeah. Uh, by the way. I guess like, it has a lot a of, thing. like, ifs. I feel like... Yeah. I feel like league champion design has a lot of like ifs, like if you're in this situation does this. And if you're in this situation, does that. Mm-hmm. And I agree that Atlas has a lot of ifs. Yeah. I'm just, his kit seems like there's not the, it's, it seems like it's just a very, I was going to sound stupid and obvious, but it seems like a newly designed kit mm-hmm. where there's just a lot of moving parts at once. But I'm not sure if he'll do enough. His kit seems really fun. It looks really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but from a competitive point, I'm not sure how good he'll actually be. Because his engage seems really awkward. Um, he doesn't have yeah. any, like... He doesn't have the greatest peel, it looks like. Um, no. And then his, his passive seems kind of weird. Uh, or like hard to use in an actual team fight. It seems like maybe fun to use in lane. Um, I think it was pretty easy for me to use it in team fights. In my okay. experience, I think I only play tested as Atlas once. Okay. I felt like the 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 passive felt really good. I think that he was really good up against immobile gods. That because your your initiation is telegraphed, but it's also strong. Like. Mm-hmm. The one AOE is big. And then if you instantly activate the two, that is, it's a big area that you're covering and you can get a lot of people CC'd in it. But if they have, 
dashes, they can pretty easily react to it. Um, but against like gods without dashes, you know, Zeus or, or Baron or Poseidon, you know, Poseidon might be too fast or whatever, but Artemis, mm-hmm. like those types of gods, I think it is pretty easy to hit them, uh, with your, with your initiation combo. And that's going to feel good. I think his competitive viability basically comes down to the ultimate and how good this ultimate is because Mm -hmm. at level five, you can give 25% prop reduction and 10% power reduction. If they get hit by it five, if they get hit with five stacks of radiation and it's fast, it's a fast tick. So it's certainly doable. Um, Oh, it's every 0.5 seconds. Yeah. And seven times. So like 35% power reduction late game and 14 or protection reduction yeah, yeah. And 14% power reduction late game. If you can hit that on like two or three people, that is a big, big swing. Like think about on Terra alt rework, whenever it was 10% damage reduction and 10% power reduction mm-hmm. or, or boost, like it felt impossible to beat that ultimate in a team fight. And this feels like a healthier way to do that because it's aimed and it's, one-sided you know it's not it's not a double it's like not one side's getting nerfed one side's getting buffed so it feels like doubly impactful um i feel like this ultimate could really change team fights um but i agree that he doesn't fill the you know you're gonna need a backline you're gonna need the 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 meta to be very front to back oriented and not a lot mm-hmm. of diving uh, diving back or diving people in the game or you're going to need all of the dive to be slow based so you can just cleanse it instantly um but i think if if we're talking team fights his alt feels really strong i think so yeah that's where it think, comes to me i think he'll only be good with full smart comps yeah where you are only getting in there and I think your three will be used as a we're getting in there more, not I'm peeling my back line. Right. Um, and yeah, his one, two, I don't know the travel speed or whatever on that combo, but I'm not sure how realistically you can use that in a team fight. Um, but I'll have to see the character. Like You would be able to play. force beads pretty easily on frontliners okay. diving. Like, okay cool yeah you you could very easily force a cc immunity from because you don't even need you can use the one it's it slows on deploy it's only 20 percent, but it's a massive area and you can slow and that'll f- oftentimes force a beads or like a cc immune ultimate to cleanse your slow in order to keep the dive going and then if they don't have cc immunity and you can just two pull them not even with your astrolabe just like walk up and pick them up like your peel <laughs> is really good then because that's a lot of time that they're CC'd like that. If you get picked up, you're toasted. Like it is not, you're not living in late game. I don't think if you get picked up, maybe he'll be good in Sunder metas then where you just Sunder and pick up. Could be, you gotta be pretty close to pick up for sure. But, um, you know, blink Sunder, pick up a character without beads. Like they're dying. The big thing, you know what I didn't test and it should work is blink autoing people. If you can blink passive auto someone mm, and yeah. tremble them for two seconds without using a button, like 
That's pretty strong. How fast do his auto attacks come out? That one is slow. It like, <laughs> but but if you're blink autoing, it doesn't matter because you can blink auto at any point oh, in yeah, the chain. Sure. Yeah. So, but like he kind of hefts up the astrolabe over his head and then like hits it down. Um. So I think if you blink auto, it could uh, it could be pretty good. I got to get better at that. That's a mechanic yeah. I'm horrible at. I can't do it. Yeah, it's really hard. If you watch, like, Haddix, he can do it perfectly, like, every time. I know. Haddix is really good at it. Scream is really good at it. Nika is really good at it. You know what it is? I wonder if all those players play instant cast. I've heard it's so much easier if you have instant cast relics. Oh, true, yeah. I'll be- assume they have instant cast relics. Yeah. I feel like as a frontliner, you kind of need it. True. Doesn't help them on their beads, am I right, Barra? Ha ha ha, frontliners and beads, they're bad at it. That's the joke. Um, oh, they're not. I just love when, a fr- when I use my 1cc on a frontliner, they beads it and keep running at me. <laughs> yeah, that's all. I just minimized Barra. Unlucky on that one. Uh, yeah, that uh, that doesn't feel great. I don't think, whatever, whenever that happens. Um, all right, well, that's going to do it. For, oh, no, we got our random question of the week. Oh, crap. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't think of anything. Wait, was this oh, week was Thanksgiving? Some- yeah, I was going to say it's Thanksgiving related. Yes. We didn't do it last weekend. We didn't do it last weekend because we were going to do it weekend. this weekend. I'm glad I saved it. Yeah. Farrah, what are the best Thanksgiving... What What's the best way to to execute on Thanksgiving? You know, what are what are the best sides, the best main dishes? Oh. You know, time of um, day to eat, all that kind of stuff. I'd say time of day to eat, uh, 1 to 2 p.m. And you want to do like a light breakfast, I will say. Uh, something to not make you super hangry when you see everyone. Yep. But enough to where you are starving almost in time where, like, like you gotta line up, like, when you're eating and when you're starving. Oh, yeah. You, know? you gotta be hungry. Yep. Um, and then, obviously, turkey as the American staple as yeah. it is, uh, is still inter- delicious. Let me interrupt what? you, okay? Okay, sorry. I've seen a lot of turkey slander on the timeline. Everyone's saying... Turkey's overrated. Who wants turkey on Thanksgiving? I do. Okay. If it's if it's good turkey, then it's good. Yes, if it's turkey's bad, hard turkey, to cook. Dry. Yes, yeah. turkey's hard to execute on. Okay. Why am I keep, mm-hmm. why do I keep saying execute? Turkey is hard to cook well, but when you do it, it's top tier. Mm-hmm. And so, it's- to all of those who who say all the turkey I've had stinks, get good. Yeah. To your family Basically. members that are cooking. Get good. Basically what Agro said. That's the there's a big difference. Like bad turkey is basically inedible. It's just Horrible. sawdust. Yep. And then good turkey, you're gonna have like all the flavorings in there, and every bite will just be oh. packed and juicy Dude, and delicious. I think I still have some leftover turkey that we took home. I think I'm gonna go heat it up after this. I'm not even hungry, but just like thinking about how good that turkey was mm-hmm. makes me hungry immediately because it was that good. Uh so I only really care about having three sides okay. uh, at Thanksgiving. They're just the ones I gravitate towards. Um, it'll be like mac and cheese. Bingo. And mashed potatoes and Bingo. some kind of roll. Yes. And it's got to be like super flavorful and soft because yep. like I'm not trying to be healthy on Thanksgiving. No. <laughs> so... No. I'm not really trying to gravitate towards veggies on Thanksgiving, you know. No. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to eat until I don't want to eat anymore. 
Or I want to make my stomach lining literally like look like a very expanded balloon. Yes. Um. Uh, so yeah, that's that's my that's my plan. Um. This uh, Thanksgiving, we actually made a vegan lasagna, and it was it's still like my favorite lasagna I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> okay. At Destiny's. Uh, grandma's i had a migraine the whole time so i lay on the couch and ate cornbread stuffing and uh mashed potatoes and they were both delicious but i was not having a good time then when i went to my parents thankfully my migraine like started to go away um so we had so i had more lasagna and then i yeah i just had more cornbread and uh cornbread stuffing and mashed potatoes we looked up a recipe it like looked really interesting the like the cornbread stuffing delicious really good Dude, cornbread, top tier. And that is not a thing mm-hmm. up north, by the way. Like, we did not have a lot of cornbread growing up or anything like that. It was, like, very occasional. Down here, I feel yeah. like I'm having cornbread all the time, and I'm loving it. Like, It's so good. It's, it's so same, good. It's the same as turkey, where if it's bad, it is really bad. It's yeah. just dry and yeah. disgusting. If it's good, so moist, so flavorful. Oh, man. So much going on. Nick's brother made some cornbread, and it was unreal it was so Mm. good he said that he put in it's his mom's recipe he put in half the butter she called for literally half and it was still unbelievable i was expecting like to be surprised with the amount of butter and i was like half the wait am i hearing that wrong apparently the recipe called for a whole box of butter for one like tray of corn a whole box a whole box you know you get like a box and it's like eight sticks of butter or something like that like they were using and he was like i'm gonna cut this in half and he was right to do so because it was perfect it was it was perfect it was so good um what was i gonna say barra for once you have absolutely nailed it by the way um you're right on all accounts turkey is fantastic i -hmm. do accept i like having a little bit of ham as well as turkey um on thanksgiving i can mess with that for sure mashed potatoes is key oh here's a big question barra stuffing you're talking about some cornbread Mm -hmm. stuffing i don't know what type of stuffing this is are you a fan of the dry stuffing or the wet stuffing what are what do you think is better uh define wet i don't think i've ever had wet wet stuffing. stuffing wet stuffing is maybe that's a northern thing there's usually two types of stuffing served at Thanksgiving, in my experience. Okay. And that's stuffing that has been cooked independently, and then you literally, and then the stuffing that's inside the turkey, like the literal stuffing of the turkey mm. that you put yeah, some yeah. in there, and then you pull it out after after you've cooked the bird. I'll say maybe I've only and had that's the dry. Wet uh, I I just like moist, I guess, or it's not like sopping wet but it's not completely dry either will like dry your mouth out while you're eating it here's the thing about Um, my stuffing okay okay i want it to be crunchy oh that's so good yeah i love crunchy stuffing i don't want it to be moist really at all because the rest of Uh my meal is so it's so moist you know we're talking mashed potatoes and gravy we're talking turkey and gravy we're talking these soft buttery rolls mac and cheese all that kind of stuff you don't have enough crunch in a Thanksgiving meal unless you have crunchy stuffing. So that's why I think it's important to make sure your stuffing is nice and crunchy. Um, like a crouton or? Yeah, kind of like crouton consistency. That's what I like want. Like a softer crouton, I guess? Yeah, slightly, yeah, yeah, yeah softer than crouton, okay. I guess. Yeah. Okay. But, 
A little bit of crunch to it. I think that's big time. Um, if you put cranberry sauce in front of me, I'm going to like you less than I did before you put <laughs> the cranberry sauce in front of me. That stuff is gross. I don't care what anyone says. Get that out of here. I've never had it. It's bad. I think every time I saw it on the Thanksgiving table since I've been a kid, I think I've never put it on my plate. Yeah, that's that's the right call. It isn't good. It just doesn't look appetizing for some reason to me. I'm just I look at it. I'm like, eh, that, no, I'm gonna skip that. Yeah, it's not good. Um, green bean casserole, bad. Anything what? sweet potato, bad. What? Uh, okay. Get that it's nonsense wait. out of here. Okay. Is that only on Thanksgiving? No, all the time. All the time. I hate sweet you, potatoes. This is a, this oh, is a, they're what, so good. Wait, we haven't had this discussion about how much I hate sweet potatoes. Surely we've talked about it. I mean, you hate like sweet potato fries? All of it. Sweet potatoes are, are are a crime against you the, are the potato. You are so name. wrong. Barra, here's the thing about sweet potatoes, okay? Okay. They aren't no, the potato is perfect, all right? No one needs to eat a potato and think, I need this sweeter. They're not even potatoes, right? They're yams. And they have profited off of the rock-solid potato name their okay. whole lives, all right? If they just said, hey... Have a yam casserole, no one would want it. But because they're, you know, someone here is sweet potato, potatoes are great. I love potatoes. I'll try a different type of potato. And then they get bamboozled and tricked into thinking that it's good when it's not, okay? Stop calling them sweet potatoes because they don't deserve to have the same name as one of the most <laughs> perfect foods on the planet which is the potato. The potato can do no wrong, as far as I'm concerned. Is this a potato ad read? <laughs> Yo, potatoes, sponsor me, bro. Sponsor the podcast. I'll, sh I'll show up for potatoes harder than anything else. Okay. I used to be a sweet potato hater, and the more I've eaten them over the last, like, four or five years, I've just fallen in love. They are so tasty. And they scratch the kind of sweet itch that I get sometimes. And yeah, sweet potato fries, bang. They're so good. There you go. Um, so good. A sweet potato. You're right. I think it's like sweet potato pie or whatever. Or is it pie or casserole? I don't think I'm a fan of like those. Or like a sweet potato pie. It might just be too sweet for me, but fries are really good. I don't know. I'm looking on Google, by the way, because people are saying that yams and sweet potatoes are two different things. One result said they're the same. One result said they're different. So I'm going to have to do my own research, whatever that means, and uh, and get in on that at some point. But who, who cares, man? Sweet potatoes suck. I won't hear anything else about it. I don't care if you cover them in marshmallows. They're still bad. Like, get them out of here. Potatoes are the best. Don't, don't cover them in marshmallows. Just Don't eat them at all. Eat Eat them in a healthy way, you know, just chop them up, throw them in the oven. Also, chop them up and throw okay. them in your trash can. Okay, you're going to think this is absolutely disgusting and wild. Uh-huh. Um, but we chopped them up into, like, bite-sized squares. Actually, a little smaller than bite-sized squares. Um, roasted them and cooked them with uh, Mexican seasonings. Mm -hmm. Put them in tacos. Delicious. 
Yeah, Anyways, that's going to sound absolutely disgusting, ugh, but it was absolutely so delicious. I hate them. I hate them so much. Um, I don't know why, but it was so good. Neon wants to know, apple or pumpkin pie? Here's something else about me. Uh, I think all squash foods are are bad. Like squash, pumpkin. That's a bad take. That's a bad take. That's a bad take. That's such pumpkins a bad take. stink, bro. They're bad. Bro, are you serious? Destiny yes. is literally making me pumpkin cheesecake bites right now. Wow, that's great for you. <laughs> and she must love you a lot to put to put together something so gross. That is such pumpkins a aren't bad good, man. Take, they aren't bro. good. All right. They aren't. Apple pie is the best pie out there, and it is not close. All right? It is not close. Apple pie is so far above every other pie that I think it should get its own name. Like, it shouldn't be apple pie. It should be, like, apple greatness. And it shouldn't even share the pie name with other crappy pies, like pumpkin pie. Like, get that not pecan pie gross in comparison to apple pie nothing else is good nothing else is good in comparison to apple pie apple pie is the goat that's a strong take but i uh, i agree that apple pie is better but not to the degree that you're saying this it isn't close it's slightly better if you were apple pie Bera, uh your gameplay was apple pie pumpkin pie would be like a bronze player like you know, you're wait, and uh, so you're saying that for all pies earlier, right? Like yeah, all pies yeah, yeah. are bronze players. Yeah, yeah all to... pies are bronze players in comparison to apple pie. Yeah, most pies wow. actually pumpkin pies probably never even played conquest. They're probably an arena main, and they probably only play Nox in arena. That's how that's how much worse they are than apple pies. That's that. E I that's a strong take, man. I I feel like you're going off the deep end here. I think I'm you out went here too speaking far. my truth, Barra, and that's and all I can far. ever do. You know? I think you went off the deep end on this one. That's how it is. If and you know what? Here's the other thing. If pumpkin pie or sweet potatoes don't like it, they should simply taste better. And then I wouldn't feel this way. It's not my fault. Pumpkin pie doesn't taste bad. Agree to disagree. You're just wrong. That's all. Uh, okay. That's all there is to it. Wait, you don't like like blueberry pie or like cherry pie or anything? Blueberry like pie is okay. Blueberry pie is like they're like plat. They're like a plat player. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> they're like fine. They're above average. They're good. Cherry pie, I don't. I don't need. Are there strawberry pies? I was just thinking that. I feel like strawberry pie. It's like that cold pie. With, like, the whipped cream mm, on top, yeah. you know? And that's not great. Wait, like, really? why would I ever delicious. have that instead of apple pie? Chat, how I could like anyone ever disagree with the take that apple pie is by far the best pie? It's not even close. Okay, it's, not even close. It's, it's the best pie, but not to this degree. By a You're... freaking mile, man. Okay, who's making your apple pies? Because I kind of want to try these. Anyone, man. Any apple pie is good. Any apple pie. Okay, no, that's not true. Wow. That's not true. Okay. Apple okay. pie definitely can be not great. But when you have a great apple pie, my goodness. <laughs> Having an apple pie is like <laughs> shaving so your balls of Manscaped. Okay? And pumpkin pie is like shaving <laughs> your pubes oh, with no. a rabid raccoon. 
That's how, that's, it's night and day, man. I'd much rather have the What? <laughs> what? Okay, this podcast has gone on way too long, bro. Listen, bro, I haven't been having you to be on air in a while. My mind's switch. all over the place. All right, thanks for watching. <laughs> Give us a listen. Manscaped.com slash back and, uh, and code back there and uh, mintmobile.com slash backliners. Get your Christmas gifts in. I don't know what's going on. Bear, say the thing. Don't let any animals near your nether regions, please. <laughs> Do not listen to Acro. Bye! <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you just said to shave with a raccoon. <laughs> what? <laughs>